CQ, 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 calling all radio amateurs and shortwave listeners. This is GB2RS, the news broadcasting service of the Radio Society of Great Britain. It's read to you by G4NJH in Nottingham. Web references in the script can be found either on the RSGB website or attached to the podcast at gb2rs.podbean.com. This is GB2RS News for Sunday the 15th of October 2023. Here are the main news headlines. GBRSGB Construction Competition. New Chairman of the RSGB's Exam and Syllabus Group. RSGB 2023 Convention. The RSGB recognises the importance of construction as a key element of amateur radio. Whether it's using traditional construction skills or as a software or systems engineering project, The Society has launched its 2024 construction competition and the deadline for entries is the 1st of March 2024. To enable members across the country and even the world to enter, entries will be judged over the internet rather than in person. This year a new category called Antennas has been introduced, so there are five categories you can enter. Beginners, Construction Excellence, Innovation, Software and Systems and Antennas. Special recognition will be given to entries submitted by radio amateurs under the age of 24 and to those who have just gained their foundation licence. A cash prize will be awarded for the winner of each section with a bonus for the overall winner, who will also be declared the winner of the Pat Hawker G3VA Award. You can find out more, including how to enter, on the RSGB website under construction-competition. The RSGB is delighted to welcome Andrew Lenton, GUUG, as the new chairman of the Exams and Syllabus Review Group. The Society would also like to thank Don, Donard de Kogan, M0KRK, for his hard work and dedication, including chairing the group for the past three years. You can contact Andrew via esrg.chair at rsgb.org.uk. The RSGB 2023 convention takes place over both days this weekend. There's a fantastic range of presentations on a variety of amateur radio topics. If you haven't already booked, you can buy a day ticket at the door or join the live stream at any time over the weekend. The live stream contains 12 of the convention presentations as well as exclusive interviews and additional content. We're asking radio amateurs to register for the convention live stream this year, whether you're there in person or joining radio amateurs from across the world online, please make sure you are part of this major annual event. For more information about the full programme of presentations, go to the RSGB site and register for the live stream head over and, and to register for the live stream head over to rsgb.org forward slash live stream. So that's convention for convention, live stream for live stream. As we get closer to the ITU World Radio Conference, WRC23, which starts next month, the future of amateur radio, particularly the 23 SEMS band, is of key importance. The ITU News Magazine has a feature article by IARU President Tim Tim Ellum, VE6SH, regarding amateur activity on the 23SEMS band. This is the topic of a challenging agenda item at the conference, which calls for measures that protect primary radio navigation services such as GLONASS and Galileo from amateur terrestrial and satellite usage. You can read the article by visiting tinyurl.com forward slash Tim capitals VE6SH. 
In related news, the IARU also reports that the last formal, formal preparatory meeting ahead of WRC on this topic was difficult and could not achieve a consensus on measures such as power and bandwidth limits or frequency restrictions. The IARU supports further efforts and will continue to try and find a solution regarding suitable recommendations whilst opposing the unwarranted statutory imposition of such. You can read the IARU's post on the subject via tinyurl.com forward slash um, ITUR23SCM. Also, you can hear the latest updates on the RSGB convention on Sunday in a talk by IARU expert and RSG microwave manager Barry Lewis, G4SJH. Jamboree on the Air or Jota is an annual event in which scouts and guides all over the world communicate with each other via amateur radio. Jota 2003 will run from Friday the 20th to Sunday the 22nd of October. You can find out more at Jota Jyoti, that's J-O-T-A-J-O-T-I dot info. Now for details of rallies and events, more amateur radio rallies taking place today, Sunday the 15th of October. Venue is Yelverton War Memorial, Meavy Lane, Welverton in Devon, PL 26AL. The event features bring and buy trader stands, refreshment and free parking. Doors open at 10am, admission £2.50. More information from Roger 07854088882 or email 2e0rph at gmail.com. Hornsey Amateur Radio Club Rally is also taking place today, the 15th of October. The venue is Driffield Showground, which is yo 259 dw For more information, visit hornseyarc.com. Part 2 of the British Amateur Television Club Convention for Amateur TV 2023 takes place on Saturday the 21st of October from 10 till 3. The event will feature online talks about ATV-related topics, for more information, visit batc.org.uk stroke events. The Galashiels Radio Rally takes place on Sunday the 22nd of October. The venue is the Volunteer Hall St John Street Galashiels TD13JX. Doors open 11am, entrance is £2.50, under 6 admitted free. Now the special event news. Today the 15th is the last chance to work EI4FOTA. Uh, from the Blasket Islands, EU007, a team of friends on the air will be busy activating special locations in and around Ireland until the 31st of, October, uh, 31st of August 2024. CQRZ.com for more. Members of Radio Club F5KDC will be active as TM400BPA until Monday the 16th of October. Listen for activity on 80, 40 and 20. Using SSB and CW, the special call sign is the 400th anniversary of the birth of Blaise Pascal, the French polymath. Listen for 80 uh, Alpha Tango 30 India India Hotel, which is active until the 31st of December, celebrating the 30th anniversary of the Indian Institute of Hams, or IIH. The IIH's focus is training and bringing young people into the amateur radio community, QSL via the Bureau Director EQSL. 
The X News today, the 15th, is the last chance to work as a team of German amateurs active as TX6D from Tahiti, OC046 in French Polynesia. The team is operating using CWSSB and digital modes on the 160 to 10 meter bands QSL DL7DF, Director Bureau, Logbook of the World or OQRS. Uli, DL2AH, is active as V73AH until the 16th of October from uh, Majuro, OC029, in the Marshall Islands. He'll operate SSB and FT8 on the 80 to 6 metre bands, QSL Logbook of the World, EQSL or Direct DL2AH. Contest news, the Oceania DXCW contest started at 0600 UTC on Saturday the 14th, ends at 0600 UTC today, the Sunday the 15th of October. Monday the 16th, the RSGBFT4 contest runs 1900 to 2030 UTC, using FT4 on the, tw- on the 80, 40 and 20 metre bands. The exchange is your report. On Tuesday the 17th of October, the 1.3 Gigs UK Activity Contest runs 1900 to 2130 UTC using all modes 1.3 Gigs frequencies, the exchange of signal report, serial number and locator. Thursday the 19th of October, the 70 MHz UK Activity Contest runs 1900 to 2130 UTC, all modes on the 4 metre band, the exchange of signal report, serial number and locator. Sunday the 22nd of October, the 50 Megs Affiliated Societies Contest runs from 0900 to 1300 UTC. All modes on the 6 metre band, the exchanges signal report, serial number and locator. The Worked Hall Germany Contest starts at 1500 UTC on Saturday the 21st of October and ends at 1500 UTC on Sunday the 22nd of October. CW and SSB on the 80 to 10 metre bands where contests are allowed. The exchanges signal report and serial number. German stations also send their DOK reference. Now radio propagation report compiled by G0KYA, G3YLA, G4BAO. They write, We had a period of low geomagnetic disturbance last week which allowed the upper HF bands to shine. There were lots to report of uh, of DX being worked on the 10 metre band as the QP index sat mainly in the 1s and 2s with a maximum of KP 3.33 one three-hour period on the 9th. The solar flux activity, or SFI, also remained at the 150s and 60s, hitting a maximum of 166 on the 9th. All in all, these were very good conditions for high-band DXing, especially at this optimum time of the year, in the calendar, I should say. As promised last week, let's take a look at the HF paths from the UK to W8S Swains Island expedition in the South Pacific. The good news is that operations are in full swing and are being spotted daily on the DX cluster. At a glance, at a distance of approximately 9,500 miles from the UK, on the short path and 15,300 miles on the long path, it's quite a distance for signals to, to tra- traverse. The short path beam heading you'll need to select is a polar path of 350 degrees and long path 169. Best opening to Swains from the UK starts on the 20 metre band from around 0630 UTC. As the morning progresses, move it up, move up in frequencies until you get to the 10 metre band around 1000 to 1100 UTC. This path should remain open until 1500 or 1600 UTC, at which point you can drop down to the 12, 15 or 17 metre bands. 
Long path openings may be a lot weaker with a short opening on the 15 metre band from 0600 to 0800 UTC, then move to 12 or 10 metre bands from 0700 to 0900 UTC. There may also be a long path opening from 1800 to 2000 UTC on the 17 and 10 metre bands. The above predictions are for SSB and CW. You might find FT8 openings extend these times a little. For more detail and to compute your own predictions, see the voacap.com or proppy at soundbite.asia forward slash proppy. It's P-R-O-P-P-Y. This weekend, ending the 15th, may see some geomagnetic disturbances due in part to a coronal hole, but as long as we don't get any coronal mass ejections, this should settle after the weekend. The solar flux index is predicted to remain in the 150s, with a maximum KP index of 2. If this turns out to be true, we should have a good week of HF hunting to come. VHF and up, the coming period of weather offers many changes and it looks as though we shall, we have said goodbye to the warm air with low pressure controlling events. Just a gentle reminder to keep your eye on your antennas at this time of the year, which can uh, produce surprisingly rapid developments of deep low pressure systems with associated strong winds. Early next week, a temporary high return to uh, temporary high returns to give you a chance to give those antenna supports and guys a once over while the winds light and leave the perennial the potential tropo until the evenings and overnight incidentally this new high is essentially a cold air high so it may not be as productive as the recent propo of the week just ending the new high will probably hang around until midweek then it should migrate north to allow an easterly wind across the south this will probably bring some showery rain along the east coast. It's possible that we may have some rain scatter from these showers. Meteor scatter is always good in October, with high random meteor rates and numbers of small showers. Most notable is the Orionids meteor shower, which peaks on the 22nd of October and is active until the 7th of November, with an average zenithal hour rate of around 20. Of course, Aurora is also worth keeping in mind if you have any spare time. For EME operators, moon declination is negative and falling all week, reaching maximum on Friday the 20th, sorry, that's minimum on Friday the 20th, with corresponding shortening moon windows. As we are now past apogee, path losses will continue to fall. 144 megahertz sky noise starts very high with the annular eclipse on uh, Saturday the 14th. The following week sees if moderate increasing to a high of over 2,000 Kelvin on Thursday. That's it from the propagation team this week. That's all from me until next week also.